Tonight's shir is Lezeche Nishmas, my friend Yochen and Ben, Rabbi Romanachem Mendel, all of Ashalom, and Lezeche Nishmas, my parents, Yechil Mitzi and Ben, Rabbi Doiv, and Mendel Bas, Rabbi Israel. We're up to Nesiv Yadas, Paths of Wisdom from the Nesiv Shalom. Perik Shlishi, a very, very powerful, powerful Perik that will change our lives. Baruch tells us different than what he tells the rest of the world. He tells us that we are a segula, and we're going to learn what that means, Mikola Amen. That alone is something that we need to we need to understand, we need to inculcate into our being, and we need to bring up our children. Because a lot of people, a lot of people are embarrassed, kind of, it's so not liberal to think I'm better, I'm more special, but we believe in the Torah, and we believe that Hashem said, yes, you are different than everybody else, you are different, there's the rest of the world, and there's you, Nishmas Yisrael is a higher level, and a lot of times in our bringing up of our children, especially in America, especially with so much liberalism all around, it even affects us that we're uncomfortable to say that we're better. But if we don't think we're better, and we don't think that, and we don't understand the gift that we were given, then it is going to deflate our entire Avedis Hashem for us, and it's dangerous for our children. As we're going to learn throughout the next couple of Prakim, the power behind what he's saying. Just like we said in the previous chapters, and if you didn't do it yet, you should review it. It's beautiful. The whole thing is six prokim. It's going to be maybe eight shurim. In eight hours, nine hours, you can have a real understanding of true Yiddishkeit, as the Nesiv Shalom Susiyaganalainu is teaching us. So in the past, he spoke about the idea of Ha'aras Hadas, enlightenment of the mind. Two people could be davening. One person is saying the words. The other person, his mind is on fire. He's connected. Dveikos Hashem. A person can do a mitzvah, a person can live life, and his mind is dull, and he's going through the motions. And it's a whole different world when you serve Hashem through an Ha'aras an enlightenment of the mind, that your mind is into it and connecting and understanding. And that's why he says in the previous chapters, the Yetzahara focuses more on deadening our mind than on any other Averis or stopping us from to do mitzvahs, which was an unbelievable thing. Ask anybody, what is the Yetzirah busy with? Trying to get us to do Averis. Trying to get us to stop doing mitzvahs. True. But there's like an undercover, bigger war against us. That's the open war. But the undercover war is that a guy who can go and daven and with a fire and a bren and he's into it, he can make sure that the guy ends up having a fight with his wife or a fight with somebody else or something goes wrong, full of anxiety, and he does the whole mitzvah on a very low level. He's just trying to deflate us that we don't feel connected to Hashem, and a person could do be shaymetarim mitzvahs and must continue to be shaymetarim mitzvahs, even if he's not connected to Hashem, but it's a whole different life. And he even says that on Averis you could do tshuva. But how do you do tshuva to rectify all the mitzvahs that were done shvach and, and deflated? Right? For men, for women, for children, everything. Doing it with a aras hadas, an enlightenment of the mind, and connecting to Hashem in every matzav that you're in. 
is really where the war is. Because he wants us to have a very weak connection to Hashem our whole life. You end up sinning more. You end up doing less mitzvahs. True. But the whole, he deflates our entire hot air balloon. And you see it. Sometimes you can connect in your learning, in your davening, in, in, in mitzvahs that you're doing, in everything. And sometimes you just can't. Daigas. All kinds of problems, he says. And with that, the Yitzhahara snips the wings of our souls that we cannot soar. Why aren't we soaring? I'm talking about we're doing mitzvahs. Why aren't we soaring? Because that's the real game of the Eight Sahara, to deflate us completely. Then we have a low self-esteem, we don't feel good about our Yiddishkeit, we feel disconnected, and then we're much more available to get manipulated by the Eight Sahara to do Averis. And again, it's not even about the Averis, because on each Avera, these 10 Averis, these 50 Averis, you could do Tshuva, you could do Tshuva, but you can't do Tshuva from the fact that you're just disconnected. The children grow up in such a home where Tati comes back from Marav and it didn't do anything to him. You know, it's like you're supposed to have a problem. You're supposed to say, you know what, I'm going to shul. You're supposed to come back and say, I'm calm. I I, I, I said in Hashkivenu, I said, I'm calm. Things are going to be good. I have a muna, a bitachin, a living a muna, a living bitachin, a li, living Yiddishkeit is the best thing for the children they see, you know. Yiddishkeit is beautiful, not full of anxiety and pressure and problems. Yiddishkeit is the way to go. Everybody in this world is searching for serenity. My father and my mother, they have it. But if Yiddishkeit doesn't bring you serenity, then we're all salespeople. And if they hit a bump in the road, they're not going to go running to us, to Yiddishkeit, to be closer to Hashem, because that brings anxiety. So that's the previous. But he says that this idea of Enlightenment of the mind, that we should have, what he calls enlightenment of the mind, is the level of akaras habayre, recognition of God that you have. How much are you recognizing Hashem at any given moment? That's ha'aras hadas. That's how much your mind is lit up. For example, they have fMRIs of the brain, and they can go ahead like an MRI of the brain, and they can give you different ideas and thoughts and whatever, and they see what anxiety does, what depression, what trauma does. Different parts of the brain light up. How much of your spiritual brain is lit up when you're doing Torah mitzvahs? How much recognition of Hashem, even when you're learning, do you have? Some people, they're learning, but they're connecting to the intellectual. Of course, Talmud Torah can get kulam and they get skyrim and all of that. But it's supposed to connect you to Hashem. It's supposed to bring you hakaras habayre, the living recognition. There's a living God. He's here. He's, he's in front of us. He's with us. Shemisi Hashem lenegli samad. And a person can live his whole life doing Torah mitzvahs and is so weak if we don't build up this muscle. And that's what he spoke about. So he says, just like the, how important it is to have enlightenment of the mind which in, in what? In, in, in recognizing the Bayre, the Creator, Hashem, that lifts up for a Yid. He gives us a Hecher He gives us a higher vantage point. Our entire life is uplifted, is upgraded in every way because we're not living in a bubble. The example that he gave, just quick, I don't want to spoil it, but go back and watch it. But if you didn't, or if you want to review a guy in a, in a room can only see, how far can you see? At, t- until the wall. But your eyes were created to see at least 93 million miles away we can see the sun. How come we can see the sun? No matter how big it is, it's over 93 million miles away. 
if, I can, if, if Hashem created my eyes to see 20 million miles, I wouldn't see the sun. Our eyesight goes very far, but yet it's blocked, and it can be blocked in a, in a room like a hall, a wedding hall. You could see 300 feet this way, 300 or a smaller room. A small, it could be in a bathroom. It could be in a closet. People are so addicted, and people are so constrained and constricted into the katnus hamoyach, and then the Yitzhahar, that's where he wants us. He wants to pack us in, that we don't, we have no mabat iloi, we have no hecher oblik. Habet mishamay murei, he says, well, when you go like in a hot air balloon, higher, higher, then you still see the taiva, you still see the darkness, you still see the closet, but then you see a room, and then you see a house, and then you see a city, and then you're in an airplane, you see everything, the perspective changes. That's how you fight the Yitzhahara. You still have a taiva to do the avera, but if all you have this, this small mind in this, all, it's you against the taiva, it's all it is, it's in the darkness, and it's you against this huge taiva, but if you have the lights turned on, and there's more in your mind of akaras habayre, so habet mishemaimer, hey, you look with the hecher blick, you still see it's part of life, it's taiva, but it's only a part, it's not everything. There's much more to life, and we can, we can raise our entire life, our mitzvahs, masam taivim, our fighting nitzahar memela, by getting out of the box, and that's what he spoke about. And just like, that's what behira sadas, that's what ha'ara sadas, enlightenment of the mind, in recognizing Hashem, does to transform our life, so too. Kach, gam behirus hadas, clarity of the mind. Ve'avonas erech muhusay shel Yehudi, in understanding the great value of what a Jew is. Mevi'a oisay, will bring us, will bring him, will bring us, la'akaras goydel Yehudi ali'admos, to the tremendous hakara, the, the recognition of what our job is on this world. Yesh be'erech mohus Yehudi kama v'kama dargis. In the level of of a yid, there are many many levels. Dot le'ilamunda, one on top of the other. This is so interesting. First time I learned this about twenty five years ago. So interesting to me. Yesh mi sha'atayre shelo Yehudi is a person whose his title, he's called a Jew, but it's his title enoi atzmi. It's not. His essence. It's not who I am. It's I am a Jew. El al derech mikra v'teilada. Happens to be, happens to be I was born, my mother's a Jew. I'm a full Jew. If you ask me if I'm a Jew, I'll be halacha, I'm a Jew. Kinoilid lahirim, mibnei Yisrael. I was born to Jewish parents. Oy, kasha meskayer. A person is megayer. So v'cholin alav kol dine Yehudi. You put him through a skin and comes up Jew. Yes, I'm a Jew. I will His Jewishness is not a personal experience. It's not the essence of who who I am, how I how I behave. The next level. So the first one, he talks about a guy who's born a Jew. Like let's say a guy who's not from, right? He's born a Jew, he's Jew, I'm Jew. But I behave like a Jew, he doesn't behave like a Jew. But he says, look, it gets even even worse. You could act like a Jew. Behave like a Jew. He calls that a Yehudi Banhaga, a Jew in practice. So the first guy is a Yehudi Betelada, right? That's us. We're born a Jew. And then, based on our actions, right? We get up, we behave like a Jew. Yehudi Bahan Haga. 
How do I fear my, my life? How do I behave in my life according to what rules do I put on myself? The rules of the Torah, of the Torah mitzvahs, I behave like a Jew. But to be in essence, that my essence is a Yiddish essence, ain't there? Ella, it's a different level. And a person, it's scary. A person can be a Yehudi Banhaga and you'll get rewarded for it. But you're missing the boat. A person can act like a Jew his whole life. But what does it mean to be Yehudi Atzmi? An Atzmi is like a Pnimi is like a Yid is when my Yiddishkeit is buried deep inside of my essence in my mind, in my heart, and in all of my body. He's going to explain. Like it says in Megillah Sester, beautiful, what do we call Mardachai? Ish Yehudi Haya. He was a Ish Yehudi, a, a, a person who was a Jew. He says, no, Yehudi B'chali Shiyusai. His whole entire being was that he was a Yid. What am I? Yehudi. I'm a Yid, through and through. It's not just that I have different rituals. It's not just that you get up in the morning and you go to work or you practice yoga and I got to go pray. That's not what makes me a Jew. That's not even in my practice. It's not that I have things that I need to do. I'm required by the government. You know, I'm a tax agent, so I'm required to, to punch in and I have a million rules to, to, for my job. That's, that's not who I am. That's how I act. With his ganze menschheit, with his whole... Everything about him from head to toe was a Yehudi. That, that my, my mindset, my feelings about a life, my hashkafas achayim, hein Yehudis, they are Jewish. of my feelings. Rikshaysav and my desires, Yehudi and Metachlis, are extreme Metachlis, they are Jewish. And we see this, that we could have a discussion about something. And a person could have Ashkafas Achaim. Of course, we, we have to learn Sifri Musar to teach us how to think. But the bottom line is you can have people that behave mamish tarig mitzvahs, but their Hashkafa is not a Yiddish Hashkafa. It didn't affect their outlook on life. It didn't affect their morality be'etzem, even if they behave in a moral way. And it comes up in many different ways. They can be very anti-Jewish hashkafa on certain liberal things, let's say, where Das Torah that is soaked in authentic Judaism says that we should feel this way and we should be offended by certain things, we should be disgusted by certain things, and this person can keep Torah mitzvahs, keep Shabbos, keep everything, not disgusted by it. Why not? Because it didn't affect his deyosav, his, his mindset, his hashkafa sachayim, it, it didn't, it didn't become, he didn't become one with it. It's things that I have to do. So I say, Baruch Shama Ashrei, I do this, I do mitzvahs matzah, I eat the matzah, I do this, I do, I practicing Jew. And it's even more than that. Somebody who's connected properly, the natural taivas, the natural desires that we have, the natural lusts and desires that we have to ha- go through, they have to be Jewish. Which means they are Murusanim Ugdurim. They are bound, there's a boundary on them. Because the Ebishta is Shaykhim in, inside of us. So even the Taivas that we do to fulfill our desires are also done differently. And he's going to explain all of these things. 
He brings out beautiful what he's talking about. Like it says in the Holy Svarim, Maimir Kosov. The Torah tells us, like the Maisa, like the things that they did in Eretz Mitzrayim that you dwelled in, and like the things that they did in Eretz Canaan, which we conquered, don't do those things. And the very big question, Pirish Rashi, Rashi says, what, what changed now that you told me? Don't behave like the Egyptians. You lived in Mitzrayim for those, all those years. You know what they're all about. Don't behave like them. Don't behave like the Eretz Canaan. I don't understand. What did you add? You gave me tiring mitzvahs. You gave me assays and lois assays. What, what, what are you saying? What now is different now that you said this pasuk? Tari already told us all the mitzvahs, assays, and the laven. So let's say the Tari didn't say this. I would have to behave like a Jew. And now the Torah did say this, what now am I not supposed to do more, or am I supposed to do more? What changed in my life? Why is this Pasuk even telling me this? So say, it's talking about not telling you, don't do these things because they're Averis, because I already told you not to do those Averis. He's telling you the things that you should do, the things that you have to do. And Yoni Heter, Vehechrech, things that are Mutter, and things that we have to do. For example, eating. We have to eat. There's a lot of other examples. But we'll go with eating. Eating, right? Those things that you are allowed to do comes a Pasuk to tell you, do it, but don't do it like a Mitzri and a Knani. Leisasu oisam kederach ha-Mitzri ve-Knani. Ki'im this only with holiness and with the sweetness of Yiddishkeit. We are, our Judaism has to affect us much deeper than how we act. And it comes out in many ways. It comes out in many ashkafa and yonim that people will say, and they will respond by saying, where does it say I can't do it? Nowhere. It's not Yiddish. Where does it say I can't? It's not Yiddish. And it, it, it's not an Avera. It's talking about things that you, you have to do, and you could do, and you may do. And there's many examples in Kamakaimai, the way people lead their lives, that are not Alpiashkofas Hatayra. If somebody is, is Yehudi Bipnim Yusai, Ish Yehudi Haya, you wouldn't do it. And yet you can't tell them that it's Usr, there's no line in Mishnah Brewer that says you cannot do this and this. It's just, it's pasnished, it's not for you, it's not Yiddish. It's the hardest part. To, to, to explain to somebody, and yet it's the most important part. Because, again, a person can behave properly, and yet be, behave in a way that's not what Hashem wanted from us. And, and you're not crossing over a line, and it doesn't say it anywhere in the Torah. Tamid HaChachamim, people with Das Torah, will tell you, that's not the right way a Jew from El Chiyid acts. It's pasnished. I just saw it right now, a beautiful story. From Rabbi Doctor Shia Tversky, Abraham J. Tversky. It's a beautiful video, a little short video. And he played chess when he was a kid. He played chess on Rosh Hashanah. Does it say anywhere that it's us to play chess on Rosh Hashanah? No. His father called him in and said, You play chess on Rosh Hashanah? And, and he talks about it like that was the message that he, how he did it and all of that. And he said something like, It's pastor Shvadir. How do you say that in English? It's, it's pasnish for dear. It's, it doesn't, 
It doesn't, uh, I, I don't remember the English words. It's, 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 you're above that. You, a day like this, Shana, it's not the day for playing chess. There are so many things that, that it doesn't say not to do. It's, you got to get into the spirit of what's happening. And the Torah can't tell us every single thing. They tries. The Torah tries to give us an idea. Uh, the example that I give always, and, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm guilty, you know, Tishabov. Nine days. The nine days in Tisha B'Av. You're not allowed to listen to music. So people sit around and they say, okay, it doesn't say you can't go to a movie. It doesn't say you can't watch television. It doesn't say you can't listen to comedy. It doesn't say it. Hello? In those days, they didn't have comedy shows. They didn't have um, internet. They didn't have television. So when it says don't listen to music because, because it brings you a joy Listening to comedy is much worse than listening to... It's more joy. It doesn't say it anywhere. It's an example that you can use, not just for the nine days, but it's the spirit, the three weeks. We do things that are not in the spirit of the three weeks. We do things that are not in the spirit of the nine days. We do things that are not in the spirit of Shabbos. We, we know it. We say it's not Shabbos dick. People say, where does it say you can't do it? You can. But if you understand what's happening properly in your bones, and you're not just following the rules, which, by the way, we have to follow the rules, and that's the only way to get to the next step, and ashrecha, that you do follow the rules, and every mitzvah is amazing, and you're going to get paid for all eternity. We're not knocking following rules. We're just saying we're put down here for a few years, and, and the more that we can understand our true mission and get the, get the point of every scenario, of what Hashem wants us to feel, that we should feel like a Jew, our response should be like a Jew. We have so many situations where authentic Das Torah feels differently than ourselves. And we have to question ourselves and say, how could it be? We went to Yeshiva, we're learning Torah, we're learning, we're the davening, we're from, we're Erluch. How is my conclusion about any subject, how could it be different than Das Torah's, let's say there's an authentic Das Torah, and let's say there's a, you know, one that they all agree on, <laughs> which is hard to find. But, the, but it happens. It happens. Who we see? We have to wonder, how does my conclusion, how is my conclusion so far away from the conclusion of Das Torah? And that means that even though I'm doing the do, my Evar do, I'm putting on the tefillin, and I'm davening, and I'm praying, and I'm asking, and, I'm, and I mean it, but there's a disconnect between me and Hakara of, of what Hashem wants, and, 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 and what I am, and who I am, and what it's all about. So he says that this Pasuk is coming to tell us that even the things that we're allowed to do, but don't do it like a mitzri. I remember, it just hit me now in, in Philly, in Yeshiva in Philadelphia, I, I didn't really think I was doing anything wrong when I was having a little food and a little uh, a Coke, and I was walking from the Yeshiva to the dorm. And my Yeshiva, Rabbi Shmuel, Kamenetsky, right away stopped me, now, I'm not going to get into it. It's a halacha. It's not a halacha. It's not something that, that I really ha- had an alchet. On. My, my alchets were in a different category. It wasn't on my list of regrets. And it really, I couldn't connect to it. Like, like come on, really, you know? We used to have, we used to have rabbeim in yeshiva that used to eat pizza. Erlacha, really erlacha. And they used to eat pizza with a fork and a knife. Because really, la halacha, you're not supposed to shove something in your face like, a burger, which we're naive to do. 
So there's a lot of things that we, we do it. But what the Torah is telling us is like, yeah, you can have a barbecue, but, but don't, don't look exactly. You're going to make a bracha and you're going to bench. But during the in-between part that you're eating that frank, you shouldn't look like the redneck. You shouldn't, you're not a guy who makes a bracha before and benches afterwards. That's not Yiddishkeit. That's not only Yiddishkeit. That's not really the point of Yiddishkeit. And you see some people that they're raised above what the rest of the world is into, even if it's mutter, and they have a sweetness to them, and they wouldn't do it. It's a feeling of royalty. It's a feeling of, I'm better than that. And that's, that's what he's trying to, to bring out. Listen to this, mind-blowing. A feeling, a emistic, a true feeling like this. Everybody knows the pisatsna. We have the famous Ramayisha Weinberger Shlita Zayin Gazun Rav of Eish Kaidish. That's that's Pisetzna, the name of the sefer Eish Kaidish. The holy Heilig of Pisetzna wrote Svarim, and he was Nebuch murdered a Kiddush Hashem in the Holocaust. It's so hard to believe how many of our tzaddikim that would be like Gedolei Eilam, like that we we wish we had one of them, and so many so many of them Gedolei Mamish that were murdered. It's so hard. And, and you see what he wrote, what he wrote for himself. This is what he wrote for himself. They found the notes. What he wrote for himself when he hit 40 years old. I'm turning 40. Got to get serious about life. What should I be makabel on myself? To learn more Taira. It seems to me. Seems to me that as much as humanly possible, as much as possible, I'm not wasting my time. Wow, I mean, who who could say that? <laughs> that you know, every, we uh, we we could always be macabre on ourselves to learn more Torah, right? He's like, that's not really my uh, my thing to be macabre because it seems to me that there's there's no there's no room for improvement in learning Torah. Wow, that I could be macabre on myself to further away from Tivus from. From Tavis, yeah. Baruch Hashem, any meshubat chas v'shalom. Wow. Look what we're dealing with, right? Highest level that we could ever dream to be. I can't possibly learn more, and I'm not meshubat, I'm not bound to running after Tavis. It's not my, not my language, not my issue. I can't even be makabal anything more shmira sinayim, more, less this, more that, nothing to talk about. Umach what am I missing? Pasha to be a Yid. He said to himself, I'm behaving on the highest level like a Jew. In the Asei Toiv and in the Surmeira. I'm behaving, I feel I can't do better. But yet I'm missing the whole internal of Vases Ayid. And this is so important because we're so busy with the Asei Toivs and, and we have to be because we have such a war and it's so hard to do mitzvahs. And it's so so hard not to sin, but really, there's so much deeper, so much more. He says, "The I I am compared in my eyes, like a like a, a human figure that is painted, or or imagine someone does a sculpture. 
I'm like a sculpture of a human. I look like a human. I breathe. I talk. I, I think. I feel. I'm a human, right? But I'm like a picture. Everything's there. I can function like a human, yeah? But, but the soul is where I'm missing. Right now, for my 40th birthday, I'm a cobble myself to be a to convert, to convert. What on earth is he talking about? This is the whole, the whole concept of what the Nesiva Shalom is bringing out. If you go to somebody and you say, listen, imagine that I, 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 have, I can't be macabre anymore to learn, and I can't be macabre anymore to not do Averis, he'll say, you're good, there's nothing else to do. And he says, no, there's so much more to do. What? What is there to do? Dvarim Nairaim. Awesome words. Mipi Kodesh. From the mouth of the Holy One. Anoivim mi oimik hakarosu yudi. That is spring, springs forth. Noivim, noiveya. It comes out of the depth the depth of the hakara of Vasa's Ayid, the essence of Ayid. Shigamim Yehudi Misnaig Bechol Halichoisov Al Pitoiru Viktusha. Even if we finally get there. Now, I, I just want to take a break because we don't want to misunderstand. He's not going to tell us that we first have to get to 100% and then work on this. He's not saying after you reach that, we should work on this. We have to work on this now simultaneously. It'll actually help us in that, in that, uh, uh, you know, misnaig of, of doing mitzvahs and staying away from it, it'll help that also. But he's telling us even now at the same time, we have to understand that there's a whole different, a whole different life mission going on over here. Shigamim Yehudi misnaig b'chalal yichaisav al-pitoyer v'kdusha, even if a yid behaves in everything that he does, al-pitoyer v'kdusha adayim yitachin she'ein yehudi v'atz miyusoy. It's still possible that he's not be'etzem in his essence as nishkan yid. There's not a yid. There's a depth to that ad ein soif, endless amount to being a Yehudi batz miyusoy. I hope you're understanding what he's trying to say. And I think that he brought it out beautiful from the Pasuk and from the Pesetzna. But if not, give it a little bit more time and, and spend time to think about it. Because most people say, I don't know what you want from me. I'm, I follow the Mishabur, I'm doing the Torah Mitzvahs, I am, uh, I'm not doing Averis, and everything's fine. What more can I possibly do? And he's saying this, it's a whole new door to a whole new Avodah. Tzadikim Amru, Tzadikim say, that when we make a bracha in the morning, that Hashem didn't make us a guy. Person has to think. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm, I wasn't born like we said. You have a Jewish certificate. You have a Jewish uh, passport. But maybe there's a part of me, a part of me, a piece of me, that is still behaves like a guy, that still thinks like a guy, that still reacts like a guy. That's the end of of uh, Chelik Aleph. Base.